20 more Start minutes this. with this. Yeah. 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 Come on, man. Let's go. 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 Let's Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, episode 97. Hand claps. All right. We're supposed to hear the cheer the cheer barks right there. Ah, there we go. We got a new engineer working. His name is Mike. His name is Mike. He's black and Filipino. Yeah, he makes good chicken and rice <laughs> and he with adobo. He got the he tightest converse on I've ever seen in my life. Like, Chop us! <laughs> Pop it! Boy, Bruce Lee would be proud of you with them goddamn shoes. <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> the first Bruce Lee Kung, Kung Fu and the first Harlem Globe try to shoes up. Bombs! <laughs> he he dunking and kicking a motherfucker like Draymond. Bombs! <laughs> 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 he got you! <laughs> Come on. He said you kicked Steven Adams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Mike, who you got for 97? Oh, shit. Uh, CVS product, Chicago product, Notre Dame product. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Play for yes, Chicago Bears number 97. I do, yep. Who you say, Coach Mo? Chris George. My man. Hand class, please, for Chris, Chris George. Uh, he wasn't absolutely shit as a bear, but he's just a, a hometown kid. Uh, yeah. He gives back to the community still to this day. And uh, Chris George, yeah, CVS, Notre Dame, a Southside product. They, they talked about more about his mother and how he grew up in this rough and tough area. Everybody did, my fucker. Oh, this for the coach. Special guest tonight. I'll let y'all know after the second song. But I know this man loved the shit out this song here. Cosway Scout Faces, Ray Kwan, 1995. Where were you in 1995 there, Coach Rob? Huh? Still in college. <laughs> Let's connect quality. Play that ball. We can trade places, lift it in the staircase. We're gonna talk about it. I was in good shape then. Good shape. Party all night, this motherfucking cotton club. Fuck some raggedy broad that I don't even know. Raw. Raw fire raw. Then convince her to get an abortion two or three days later. Or put her in a car and just ride up on the every vibe. I can go through hard as hell, hit every pothole. He's like, my stomach ain't really like, I thought you go to the house. Before plan B, right? Before plan B. Yeah, that was the plan B. <laughs> Fuck your suspension up and give up this guy. Boom! Stop it, Walgreens, get us a pass. You don't need these. Chef is shine like marble. Rhyme remarkable. Real niggas raise up. Spend your money, argue. But this time is um, you saw the man a bitch nigga. Where'd you go to school? Where, where, real quick, where? 95, you said this was 95, you were still in school, where? University of Baylor. Gotcha. Okay, we're going to get to it, man. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. The man played against uh, Wesley, uh, what's his name? Played David Wesley. Wesley. Yeah, yeah, David Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Wesley. Yeah. With a short guard. Coach play, Moses is back. Hand claps. We got Obamanati back. AKA the Black Militant. All right. If you're from Chicago, you really can appreciate this song. Drake gave us some more like this year on this song, on his album. 
but this is like a Chicago house track. If you go out there to shit fucking Jackson Park for the house picnic and they play this, like it'll be the toughest nigga in the world. He probably killed like six people. If he hear this song, he gonna put his fist in there and just do the house dance. Thumb out, <laughs> grooving and moving. He gonna be cool until you take off his shirt and then they gonna show you got a pistol. What's Drake's song? Is did he sample off this? I don't know. I don't know the name of the song, but I think it's like track number five or six on the More Life album. Yeah, yeah, on the More Life album. The one that just came out, right? Yeah, the one that just came out. You know, you, I told y'all this the microwave era, so you can't really like get into an album and really listen to it. Like the purple tape, you had the purple tape with you everywhere you went. One of you, you or one of your guys had it. If it was for y'all, y'all had two purple tapes. And you, you had to write your name on yours. Cause like, no, I got an M on mine. Yeah, that's my tape. Yo, I, bought a, I bought the purple tape off five or six times. But now with the digital era, like you can't really keep up with all the news. You just gotta listen to GCR all day. Yeah. Purple tape was Sex with me is so amazing. Yeah. Perkle sets. Molly Perkle sets. Best Purple. album they ever made. Purple tape? Purple. Really? Okay. Why? Dirt. You said what? The lyrics. The lyrics? It's dope. And if you listen to it now, it's really what we're going into right now in society. Purple tape? Yeah. They was talking about drug Purple dealing tape. in there. Yeah, though. it's still drug dealing right now. Gotcha. They just in the form of pills, designer drugs. Percocets. Molly Percocets. Trust <laughs> check. So y'all was listening forever was? You was listening to down there in Baylor? You was listening? No, I came home then. This is new the newest hottest record right now. In New York, I'm Never heard of it. Playboy Cardi, this is what your kids listen to. Never heard of it. This been trending. been trending on Twitter like all week. Oh, has it? Listen every, to it. Every time he play a song. Two days later, this shit is the only thing that I hear on the way. Where is he from? <laughs> Where is he from? Atlanta. Um, who is this? Playboy Cardi. All is he. About, probably one of your children that you didn't abort. <laughs> yeah. 19, 20, something like that. Jordan Gang. Another Atlanta cat. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. If you play this right now for your team, they will know this record. You would surprise them by you knowing this record right now. Both of y'all. You play this for your kids, and you play this for your kids. You play this record and say, I know I'm up on this shit. They'd be like, Coach, you cool. I'm gonna tell them tomorrow, dude. I'm gonna tell them that's the shit. Boss! I don't know what the fuck he's rapping about. At all. I don't even know what he's saying. But he's, the, he's beat, like the beat. I was tripped out is I would listen to his album real quick. I listened to his album, Coach and Coach, Magic Mike, and uh, the Black Militant is back. Uh, uh, we he, we missed you, Black Militant, last week. Turn them up, please. Turn them up. Turn my hand claps up, my my Filipino brother. Turn them up. Um, we, you really Filipino? Yeah, see, black can't you Filipino, tell? Man. He's black and Filipino, like he said. I ain't know. You see, you doing everything what's your last man? name, Mike? Penny. See. That ain't Filipino, is it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> He's related to Penny Hardaway somehow, somewhere. <laughs> okay. You're a fucking um, racist, bro. I, I am. Um, <laughs> what was I about to say? Uh, I listened to his whole album la uh, last Friday. Yeah, and shit it's one, else to do. Huh? And nothing else to do. And it's <laughs> one, the, the, you know, it's one big hi-hat rap. Everything, the production was straight hi-hats. Well, yeah. That's it. Because they was on them drugs. 
Yeah. On the fucking Percocets. I mean, but you realize who, you know, that's what's popping right now. Like, you play, we, we, you understand this, man. Coach Rob, you, you went from um, 1995, 22 years ago. Damn. That was one of the best albums 22 years ago. Right? Right. To what now is, they wouldn't even know who Raekwon is. No, they don't know. They don't like to ride me in my truck because we playing Raekwon. Your kids don't even know who Ra- they like. What? What is he talking about? God's this? No, I got two kids who kind of know. No, I'm just talking, but I'm talking about your kids in in in, in school period. Yeah. yeah, no, they don't have a clue. They wouldn't have a clue now. Would they, would the mothers and and fathers know? Or would they, they be listening to Eight Ball and MJG? Eight Ball and MJG. Yeah, that's that's them Robeson mamas. Yeah. M- or if they yeah, went to the really young, Simeon. Yeah. So they listen. They listen to Cosplay Scarfaces. Um, who made? The, let me ask not, you this not, real quick. Not, not many of them. Eight Ball MJG is their era. Is their era? What they, that's, that's what the same, they like, you know. And that's the same era. You know, they all come from the same era. Right. Um, who? On oh, the purple tape. Let me ask you this real quick. You already just said it. I'm gonna say it again. Um, the purple tape. Who shine the most? Ghosts. Or uh, Raekwon? I'm just a Ray fan, so I'm going to go with Ray. A lot of people say Ghost, but. A lot of I, people, you say lot, you say Ray? Of, I say Ray. You say Ray? I say Ray. A lot of people say Ghost. Why, Ma- Chicago, Magic like, Mike? why Chicago like to compete with each other? It was a great fucking album. It wasn't about who's shining the most. It was like, they. Answer the question. It ain't like, you taste some chili, it'd be like, what you taste more, the chili or the beans? The, be- bean, the, the, the chili powder or the beans? <laughs> you know, you don't give a fuck about that. Is this a good chili? Biggie killed Jay on uh, um, um, on both songs that they was on. Stop. Not on Brooklyn's finest. He killed Jay. You a goddamn goddamn fool. Stop it. He just trying to get out of here. He want Mike to get started. He want Mike to get started. That's all. Go ahead, Mike. When Faith had twins, go ahead, Mike. When Faith had twins, you know she had two twins. We can all get this nigga up and get him the fuck up out of here. Mike, he want you to get started. He didn't kill Jay, man. Hey, welcome to the show, Coach Robert Smith from Simeon, six-time state champion in ten years. He has six state champions. He's coach. The McDonald's All American game, Jordan Brand Classic game. Hand claps. Uh, this year he won the city title. Hand claps. Which was which one for you, Coach? Number four. Number four. Hand and claps. Finished second in the state. Uh, this year he lost to Whitney Young uh, with a team with no All Americans on it, just one All State player. One All State, yeah. One All State player. And uh, a friend of mine who I met in the barbershop. Bombs! And a quick story, I met him, actually, stories. I asked him, he came in the shower with Johnny Selby, right? Yes. And I said, uh, Coach, you, uh... Johnny Selby was the enemy to us at Dunbar Vocational. Enemy of mine, too, at Simeon Academy, but... Every mirror in the world. He wasn't (laughs) an (laughs) enemy. It's a good friend of mine, Mike. (laughs) He's a good friend of mine, too. I like this fucking oh Johnny, my man. Listen, go this, ahead, man. Go this, ahead. Just Google Johnny's Google Johnny Selvy, oh King God. Class of '90. Can you understand why <laughs> him and Mirrors don't get along? But listen, oh, pop it. <laughs> I asked Coach Rob. I was like, "You, you coaching Simeon, right? You gonna be coaching over there next year, right?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the coach. I'm still be coaching next year." Uh-huh. Like, you gonna get Rose and Flowers from Beasley? He was like, "I don't know." And he stopped and he turned around. Then he called me a few days later, like, man, I want you to cut my hair. And we've been rolling ever since. Hand claps to that. What year was this? 
this is like, this is, when Timmy was in eighth grade, actually, that had to be like 2003. 2003? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so and that was like 2003. The biggest thing about it is one of my best friends has his own barbershop. Yeah, hand claps to that. Bob, and, and, and I became his bar. He had a lady cut his hair first. She was gonna, the lady was, he was like, man, you closer to the school, so I want you to just, you, you cut my hair or whatever. Yeah, you're, you're, you all both got the same hairstyle. Yeah, then, no, no, now we do, yeah. Now we do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't then. Yeah, I was I in his wedding. started cutting my hair so we could get the same hairstyle. I was in his wedding, I was, I was running, we, we, me and my boy Rice, we said, uh, shout out to Tootie, Tootie said. <laughs> He tried up the down 3050. Been in our with your black ass. <laughs> There's one ever one lady that could really cuss me out and shut me up. It's uh, Tootie. Really? This lady here, she that you been in your elbows with Coach Rob and Rice around ass. You don't get fucked up, gonna get creased around this bitch. <laughs> so we stand together. I walk in the house one day. Stories by Magic Mike. At daylight. Uh-huh. Turn the key. Take off all my clothes when they get in the bed. She said, you got the balls of a brass-ass <laughs> monkey getting in here at this time of morning. Damn. I said, lady, shut up. Bombs! I said, lady, shut up. That's my baby mama without a baby. <laughs> Coach Rob. There's going to be some shit behind this one. Oh, um, yeah. Shout out to Coach Moses, our, our resident West Sider. Came on today at, at short notice. Um, I appreciate you, brother. No problem. Um, like I said, Obama is back. Black militant is back now. Uh, took a last week hiatus. Um, he had to get his black militant on, along with eating pork. And he had um, to wash the Rick James jeans. That's what it was. He had muscle yes. on them. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think Rick I James had jeans. mustard on them. <laughs> um, Coach Rob, you are originally from Chicago's West Side. Yes. Where? Talk about course. Leclerc Courts. Yeah. Talk about I, your I grew up on uh, Jackson. Okay. I'm right from uh, Madison and Jackson. My family grew up. My mother and father both attended Marshall. Uh-huh. And we moved to Leclerc Courts when I was five. But okay. my roots are still on the west side. Your roots are still on the west side? Oh, yeah, definitely. Coach Moses from the west side. Where at, Coach? Madison and Laramie. Still? 5093 West Monroe. Gotcha. Still. Um... Can where you had to the right over there at all? At all? <laughs> no, nah, you can't. At all? Still to this day? No, nah, you can't. Nah. I was I was with Coach Rob uh, one night. He, with, he, what was he, the he name of the spot we was at? The Esquire. Took him to the Esquire. I had my head to the right. Esquire. Yeah, back in the day, I had to the right. It, said, it, Mike, now they love me. Any West Sider who but don't know what the West Sider is. you don't get that hat straight, now, they're going to straight both us out. <laughs> and look, straight up. Now, you in a parking <laughs> lot. Telling the truth. You in a parking lot with the <laughs> fence locked. They don't want no bullshit. It's a hotel connected to it, so where it used to be. Yeah. Where's this at? Where's Esquire on Madison. Guess where I'm from? Cicero. He said, just give me the hat. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck all the bullshit. Because somehow this motherfucker just, it didn't go from here to here. So he couldn't get to here. You actually he said, thought you could be on the west side with all these four-corner hustlers, all these vice lords, Always oh, maniacs, time. We were drinking, all these man. guys. We were celebrating. All these maniac vice lords, four-corner hustlers, <laughs> unknown vice lords, travelers, conservative vice lords. You had your hat to the right? Sometimes uh, uh, honey gets a patron will make you think you can beat all that shit. Yeah. Choppers! <laughs> My man. But I'm here today. Shout to out to Filipino it. Mike. <laughs> he's, getting it, he's getting it right. A great thing about you uh, and your players, the past players, not just Derrick Rose who made it to the NBA, youngest MVP ever, not just Jabari Parker, but this year alone you had how many Division One players playing? 
Division one? Uh, 14. 14 many, guys. Hand claps. Oh. You said 14 guys. He skipped over everything, but okay. Let's go way back for one second. Originally from the West Side, LeClaire Courts. How was it growing up in LeClaire Courts? You hear so many stories about LeClaire Courts, this, basketball, that, violence, whatever. What, tell me about LeClaire Courts at all from at five years old up until the time that you, you know, you, you left. It was rough. You know, it, it was in the city. You know, it was the projects. Uh-huh. You know, um, my mother didn't have much. We ain't have much. We just did and made do with what we had. So uh, the struggle was real. You okay. know, trying to make sure we got out or I got out or my brothers and sisters got out to, to get where we needed to be. So it was tough. I mean, but I, I went through everything. You know, I went through game banging. I went through selling drugs. I went through the whole nine yards. It wasn't like I just dropped down the face of the earth and became this person, but I overcame all those things to become who I am today. So, And I'm not – I'm proud of who I am and where I came from and what I became. Grammar school? First elementary school. Where was it at? 47th in Lamont. Okay. Um, high school. Simeon, the mighty, the mighty Wolverines. Tell okay. them how you wind up over there, Simeon. Yeah, yeah, how? Uh, so everybody in my neighborhood went to King. Nobody really went to the neighborhood school, which is Curie or Kinsey. That's, that's, that's Chris went, Harris. Now, what years, let's get, we talk, we, we're, in the, we're in the years of 86 to 90. Uh, the guys before me, they probably like 83, 82. So we had a. A group of guys that all went to King. So uh, me and my my best friend Fred Schofield, we both was going. Oh wow! To, uh, Simeon at the time, and then Fred got a little, you know, a touch of the King with Coach Cox, and uh-huh. I got a little touch of the King with Coach Cox. So we like we going to King. Okay. So we sitting at his house and watching you the game. The Simeon King. The King. You, you see, you saying all of the the the. Uh, King gear and the shoes and and uh, black and, and yellow, right? Yeah, yeah, we 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 had it all, and uh, uh, we sitting in the room and we was like, okay, King playing Simeon in the city championship at UIC. We sitting there and we both going to King, and I say, I'm going to the school that lose. Why not Curie? I won there. It wasn't the thing to do at the time. Why not Marshall? Wasn't the thing to do at the time. Marshall was a was a, was a powerhouse on the West Side. It won Simeon and it won King at that time. Bombs. Okay. So I, I, I said I'm gonna go to the school that lose. King beat Simeon. I went to Simeon, and that was, that's the story. Now this is the era of high school basketball at its apex prominence in the '80s, becoming straight off of um, Ben Wilson. Marcus Liberty. So this '86, and um, Simeon had Nick Anderson, who was the Player of the Year. Okay. And uh, King had Marcus Liberty, and uh, what's what's your boy name? Lavertis Robinson. Lavertis Robinson. Robinson. Chris Harris. Chris Harris, one of the only guys I ever seen like give Nick Anderson the business, like repeatedly, every, like every time they played, like I seen him give Nick 30, 40. Did, did basketball players from Harper register at all? No, oh, no, no. Okay. Mike, okay. Mike got a story that he can tell you about Coach Hamrick and Harper. Yeah, uh, we we was seniors in high school and we had stories. We won. It was right after it was in the mayor's tournament. So Harold Washington had just died. Eighty three, right? Or what? Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. He got eighty three. He got elected in eighty three. I'm not old, motherfucker. I said no. we were seniors. So we had Kennedy King playing. So KKC they interview. Hambrick after he was like, y- y'all have to play Harbor High School next. And uh, 
what do you think about that team? Because they, they, they really starting to build their momentum. He said, I never heard of school, and their best player probably couldn't even sit on my bench. <laughs> Pop Damn. it! Damn. Hamburg was no joke. I said, well, I'll be damned. So somebody at the school had recorded, and they brought the shit to school the next day and played it for us. I was like, that's an arrogant motherfucker there. So my boy Chuck, his mama heard it. Chuck got the tape and took it to his mama. So she wanted to talk to Hamburg the next day before they played the game. He looked at her and said, I got a game to, to coach. Uh, who are you? <laughs> she on the radio at the time. She said, I'm kidding. He's like, well, uh, Kitty, uh, wait till after the game to talk. We got to go beat these boys' asses. Oh, well, damn. So he wasn't lying because we started out like 6-2. to two. Then it was 12-2, to timeout. Then we come back 22-2. Then it was <laughs> 22. We, we, we went on a run. Story. Now it's 24-7. to seven. We on a run. Henry <laughs> called a timeout. He, Fuck wrong with y'all. I heard him say that. I promise you, because I'm walking back. He said, What the fuck wrong with y'all? Then we stuck on that seven to damn near the halftime. <laughs> Somebody threw in a three or something. It was like 47 to 10. Really? I said, Well, I'll be damned. So they weren't doing nothing f- fancy or nothing. They just was real disciplined and really playing their they system, they, they basketball. Was this during a Dion Butler or the D- D- uh, Cody, Cody Butler? Butler yeah. Dion Thomas. Thomas. Dion Thomas, Thomas, I'm sorry. Dion Thomas, Al Redman, all them niggas. All, all the niggas that was Al Redman, we had summer school with him. Uh-huh. This nigga had a goatee. He never said a word the whole fucking summer. And one day he said something. He was like, "Hey, when all this work gonna be over with?" I was like, "That nigga could talk. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga had a goatee in summer school." And it, the teacher used to write all the work on the board. So one day I stuck in the class before she got there. As soon as she got through writing, she went out the other door. I erased all the work off the board. He was like, "Shorty, I fuck with you." In so many words, <laughs> some other some chick named Dion told him she was like, "There was that little black ugly boy." It was like, "You bitch, you we gonna take your coach purse. <laughs> I'm gonna show you who the black ugly boy is." You pl- you went to the semi eighty six through ninety. Yeah, you played what position? Point guard. Okay. Um, starting out all the guards. Started. Well, Nears, he a guard. Started. Started freshman year. No, no, I'm take that back. Started sophomore, junior, and senior. Really. Um, Didn't play much as a freshman. Was this after the Cody Butler or, or in Dion? Cody was on varsity. Uh, Jackie Crawford was on, on on sophomores, but didn't play much as as a freshman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh huh. And was gonna transfer, but my mother told me I started something. You gonna finish it? How did you finish? How did you feel playing up against Jamie Brandon? It was tough. I mean, people always ask me. The, the best player I ever played against, not who I seen, and the best player I ever played against was Jamie Brandon. Really? Yeah, that I played against Jamie Brandon. Well, tell them about Hands the most down. Moses you believe. Tell them about you, the you most, agree most with that? That's, Jamie Brandon's the best player I ever seen. And I'm glad Coach Rob is here because I want to ask him who was the best player he ever seen in Chicago. High school-wise, High right? school-wise. Seeing, not, I'm not going to go off stats. Right. I'm going off who I seen and who I thought it probably was Marcus Liberty. Okay. With with him being six eight and can do everything mm-hmm. out on the floor, that's probably mm-hmm. best person I seen. My put my eyes. I'm, I'm not gonna be biased because I can be biased and say Jabari Parker or Derrick Rose, but mm-hmm. uh-huh. just what I seen and and watch him do, Marcus Liberty probably was the best one because he was the first. I mean, he was Magic Johnson, you know, and 
and in that era, that's what you, what you want to see. And the game started to change with that, with him doing all uh, playing all five positions. Tell them about the Penny Hardaway story down in the Boston oh, wow. shootout. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Stories by Rob Smith. <laughs> so we at the Boston shootout, and and we all think we very good. What year? We going into our senior. Ninety. So it was eighty nine. The summer of eighty nine. Okay. Born in ninety. And you know, of course, we all from Chicago, and we think that Jamie is the best thing that's shaking. Mm-hmm. No matter all of us there, Jawan Howard, myself, Johnny Selby, all of us are there, and but we still think our pride and joy is Jamie Brandon. Okay. And Penny Hardaway says, "No one down here better than me." Oh man, you no. Oh. Boy, here Jamie Brandon is. Uh huh. He didn't lie. <laughs> he didn't lie. <laughs> Was this doing? Now, okay, this is not AAU era. No, no, this is camp, and he didn't lie. He didn't lie. No, Boston no. shootout. So that, that's the Chicago team versus like the Memphis team or the yeah, South team yeah, he, and the Boston team and the New York team. Yeah, we had. So you team. was on the Chicago team. Yeah, you were on the Chicago team along with who? Damian Brandon. Shit. Uh, Johnny Selvy. Pop it. Juwan Howard. Wow. Pop it. Alonzo uh, Bird. Wow. Hey, I keep telling. Uh, yeah, I mean they don't know about Verge. Johnny Melvin was he from the West Side? Verge was gone. He was done. Verge was from the West Side. Verge was from the West. What, what, what school did he play for? He went to Proviso West. Yeah, so okay. in the suburban area. But Alonzo Verge was was probably uh, in our era. Tracy Webster, Lamont uh, Verge was probably two best point guards in Townsend or from. Um, they was eighty eight. He's class eighty eight. They they probably was the best guards, point guards at that time in in the in the era of our in our year in nineteen ninety. They were probably was the best. Point guards, but Alonzo Verge was a was a player. Okay, okay, was a player. Eighty six to ninety, you 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 um. So in ninety, graduate from from Simeon. Yeah. What happened then? Uh, not a great basketball player at the time. Okay, uh, great student, but not a great basketball player. Had to go to junior college. Okay, for basketball, and went to Casper College, two years. Where's it at? In Wyoming. Okay. Uh, became second team All American because basketball was all I could do at that time in that place. How'd Nothing you, else to do. How did you adjust <laughs> going to Wyoming? You got to do the bison. Because Kanye's out there recording stay, the album right now. Stay in the gym. That's it. That's all you could do. Stay that's in the gym. That's why you go to college. That's it. No. I mean, white girls you ran through. Stayed in the gym. <laughs> It might have been, yeah. been in the gym too, but they stayed in the gym. <laughs> yeah. it, it it just was a um adjustment for me, definitely coming from Leclerc. Uh we surrounded by Mexicans and whites. Uh-huh. And then it's us and the blacks. So we was like in the in the middle of both people and then going to Simeon just being around all blacks. So that was a big adjustment when you only got, you know, we we in a college and it, you say it's twenty one hundred to three thousand students there and you got fifteen black people on campus. Bob, uh, uh, Black Militant, real quick. Have you ever saw the movie, um, um, the Spike Lee movie with uh, Ray Allen? Yeah. He got game. <clears throat> he got game. Yeah. You saw that movie? Yeah. Was that your situation there at, at uh, uh, when you was out there in Casper? Yeah, because it, it was just basketball. You know, it was, that's all it was, was school and basketball. And um, that's all you can do was 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 play and at that time, we was trying. Everybody was trying to get to the next level, which to go on Division One. Okay, you know, and I, I just stayed in the gym. I really, really worked, and, and became to be second team All American. Was at USA for uh, eighteen and under, 
because I was a little bit young, so I was I was eighteen and under when I graduated graduated from uh, junior college. Uh huh. And um, of course, I didn't make the eighteen and under team, but just being able to go because I was a, they took the first team All American junior college team and the second team, and we both we all tried out for USA, and then to be able to get a scholarship to go to Baylor, you know, during that time, and I mean, I just I mean, I went to Baylor. That was the only school I visited. I this is to. when junior colleges was popping too. Yeah. At, at that time, yeah, right? This is, that's when it was. That was when. That's when Prop Forty Eight had really just started. Right. So a lot of guys didn't make grades, so they had to go to junior college. And you, I mean, you get a lot of guys that was going to junior college who was really Division One players. And who can know, really do that motherfucking whatever with I'm, the basketball? I'm gonna ask all three of you all. At what at that time? What was like the number one junior college at that time? Oh, it had to be in uh, Kansas or. Or could have been in Texas, Odessa. Oh, Odessa. Or, Odessa was real Odessa. Odessa. Like, Odessa. like them niggas down Odessa there, they had a picture with Jesus with with gym shoes and shit on Duncan. Like Odessa was is where Larry Johnson went and and Sam Cassell. Okay, oh, he went to San Jacinto. Him and Reggie Smith went to San Jacinto. But that and, whole Texas and Kansas were the best two junior colleges. Yeah. If you were going to junior college at that time and you was a Division One player, you went to Texas or you went to Kansas. Because yeah. those are the two best leagues to go play in. Yeah. I, I was waiting you know. for y'all to say this one college. It's called San Jacinto. Yes. Yeah, San Jacinto. Yeah. That's what yeah. Is that Odessa? No, that's Odessa. And then that's another one. Yeah, that's what Sam Cassell went. He went to San Jacinto? Yeah. Him and Reggie Smith from South Shore. Okay. They was in the backcourt together. They averaged 35 apiece. But that was like the biggest thing going on at that time was going when you went to junior college. Is either Kansas or Texas. And Odessa was the best one. Uh huh. So San Jacinto, so San Jacinto, it, it, Odessa was the top in the the poppinest um, junior college back th- during that time. Because like junior college basketball was really, if you looked at before this whole social media area, uh, black militant, it was like. We had Slam Magazine or or whatever Streets kind of magazine. Smith. Streets and Smith. Streets and Smith. That's yeah. the one Streets we grew up on. Streets, Streets and Smith. Smith. Yeah. The Slam news. Magazine was was that? No, no, no. not that area. That's what I grew up on. Slam. Slam. Okay. That's how you found out about who was coming out. Yeah. Junior college, high school. Streets and Smith. There was. And if you made it to the back of that Streets and Smith or that Sporting News, like. Like you you ran and shit. got it. Yeah. To yeah. see if your name was going to be in there. <laughs> yeah, because like, they had the top 300 players. Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah. You ran and you ran to go get it to see if your name was going to be in there. And they had all levels, you know, Division One, Junior College, High School. And that was the yes. biggest thing. And the NAIA and the and Division Two and Three. So what was, what made you choose ba- Baylor? Or what, uh, what happened? How did Baylor choose you? Well, uh, they saw me play my – the summer going into my sophomore year at Casper. Uh-huh. Um, we get back to school. They offer me a scholarship. I go on a visit. David Wesley is my person who takes me out. David Wesley? David Wesley, who played uh, for Denver. He played for Cleveland. Okay. Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, he takes me out uh, on my visit. He's the man on campus uh-huh. for basketball. He was your Rick Fox. To, you was Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. So we get. <laughs> gotcha. That Sunday when it's time for me to go, I call my mother and say, I'm about to commit. And she just said, you know, that's your decision. You got to be there. I don't have to be there. You do what you got to do. And it was a great uh, academic institution as well. Right. You know, it's a Baptist school. Yeah. Uh, academics was really, really high. I mean, academically, I was really good, but it, it you know. 
it wasn't really all the basketball that sold me. You know, we had a great time when we partied that weekend. That kind of sold me too. You know, of course it did. <laughs> that sold me. A what, le- what, what league did you play in with, with uh, so, Baylor? So then back then, which is not, it's the, it was the Southwest Conference, which is not a Big Twelve. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, back then, all the schools in Texas were in one league. When I got to Baylor, uh, Arkansas had just left the league. So everybody else, Houston, uh, Texas Tech, uh, Rice, Texas, was SMU Rice, there? SMU, okay, um, Texas A and M, Texas A and M. So that we, all the Texas schools were built in one league at that time. So, but we was called the South, Southwest Conference, which now, if you know, it's called the Big Twelve now. Who'd you play up against in in college? Todd Day. Todd Day was they left the league, so they we didn't play against. So I played against Bo Outlaw. Really? Yeah, but when I was at Houston, they, Houston had a great – they went to the Sweet 16 that year. But Texas was our rivals. Okay. And, you um, know who was on that team? B.J. Tyler. Uh, Sam Mack. Sam Mack. Yeah. From uh, Phoenix. Yeah. From Phoenix, Illinois. They went to Thornridge. Who, who – Sam Mack, this is how well he could shoot. If you could really – if you really have a talent. Right. They're going to keep giving you chances. Sam Mack went to Iowa State. He robbed the Burger King. He got beat those charges. He went to Arizona State. He caught an assault charge, which was a, a sexual assault. He went to junior college in Tyler. Shit. He averaged 36 down there. Shit. He goes to Houston. His first game against in Houston is against Dean Smith in North Carolina. He hits 43 on them. And that nigga still was selling drugs. And he still went to the league. <laughs> <laughs> he, no matter like 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 Sam dope. Sam Mack. Uh, I promise to God, this is my right hand of God on everybody's life in here. I watched Sam Mack beat Carl Harris shooting jumpers with a joint in his mouth for thirty thousand dollars outside. Carl Harris had him down. The man fired up a joint and didn't miss a fucking shot. <laughs> Pop it. Sam Mack, class of 87 Thornridge. Like, like he, he, he's something to be reckoned with. And to, when you see him now to this day, he's still aboard all the bullshit. Still? He's still aboard all the bullshit. He hang, with, he hang with one of my one of my buddies that went to see me out with you. Dark skin nigga with the fro, with the, with the pump. Dre? Right. Yeah, they hang together. They, they, love, to, they, they love to be bullshitting. They, like, they be in my favorite spot, Cheers. You know what Cheers is. Had the party last night. But, like, they be in there and they still love the bullshit. Yeah, he he like some some people that's in their veins like they like that that's the thrill of the game. God damn, like the bullshit. Like, he had a yeah. You, you you would never understand it. You would never understand him. Man. Take it easy. Keep I coached tell, up against. Keep I telling co- him bombs. Keep telling him bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I coached up against him in a, in a summer league game. Yeah, and some neighborhood shit. Yeah, back uh, uh, years ago, he flamed up, fucked that jumper like a motherfucker. Yeah, I told you he could shoot. Yeah. He also was a dope dealer like a motherfucker, too, at the same time. Yeah. Took his NBA money and gave it right to the streets in another form of fucking up the community. Go Pop ahead. it. Go ahead, coach. <laughs> um, two years of, two or, or three two. years, two years of Baylor. What happened? Play. My my assistant coach, the one assistant coach said, you know, you got to make a decision. You know, you think you're going to the NBA or you're going to get this degree and do what you're supposed to do with it. And at that time, when you become to be a junior in college, it's like you kind of know if you're going to be able to do it or not. And mine wasn't to do it. So mine was to make sure that I still did what I did in school. So just finished my education, played, got the free education, used it for what it was worth, 
built relationships with people, come back home, you know, still got to dream a little bit. You know, that's, that back then it was the CBA. Right. Yeah. You know, so we got Rock the Rock for Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. So at that time, you can just go pay your little $50 and try out. Okay. So I go to Rock for Lightning and try out. Don't make the team. Go to the park. I'm still playing. Boom. Tell my ACL. Oh, wow. Park, which one? Leclerc. Dang. I'm back at the park playing with the guys, hooping in the warm up line. Mm. Tell my ACL in the warm up line. Damn. Man. That's when Leclerc. Had the real summer league. Like the IIT was for everybody that to come from all over the state of Illinois or wherever. Uh-huh. But the Leclerc, the, the, the warm up for the IIT was at Leclerc. Yeah. Okay. And, and then a lot of those guys that were used, used to be playing like the Sound Maxes, they used to come in and drop a they gym bag and then pick up another gym bag and, and <laughs> do all that old shit, you know. But they was they was getting money and, and winning. Yeah, I don't know what was in them bags, but a lot of guys would leave with the same bag. Like some of them have a white Nike bag and some of them leave with a green Adidas bag. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Then it might be an argument about, hey man, it was all that shit that you, my gym shoes wasn't in that bag you told me about, my friend. It wasn't the laces, it wasn't in the shoes. How you gonna give me some shoes without no laces? <laughs> you tell your knee up, what happens then? I'm at home rehabbing. Uh-huh. And um, I'm trying to make that transition in my mind on what this gonna do. Okay. But in the transition, me and Mike, what we was talking about earlier, I'm at the Cotton Club on my crutches, and this girl say, "Baby, you wanted to be in here bad, did you?" Uh-huh. <laughs> Monday night the Cotton Club. <laughs> Told her, "Yes, yeah, Monday night. I had no choice but to be in here." Yeah. So then a friend of mine, Mike Oliver, coaches at Kiri, was like, "Man, you need to come up here and help me with these kids." And I'm like, "Man, I ain't finna be dealing with these kids. Man, I don't want to be involved with no kids." What year was this? This was this '95. Okay. So he like, just come up here. I just want you to come and see what's going on. Uh huh. So I go up there. I'm on my crutches. And he coaching and doing this, and then now people coming to the side, and I'm saying, you should have did this, or you should have did it this way, you should have did that. So how old were you at this time? Um, twenty two, twenty three. So you still got it in you though. Yeah, I mean, I'm still got it, but I'm now I'm watching and I'm telling people what they should be doing. And I'm on my crutches. He like, well, you just come back when you want to. Okay. So probably like the next week, I'm like, I call him and say, I'm gonna come back up there. I'm still on crutches. I'm still rehabbing and getting my knee back together. So I come back, and now I'm really getting into it. Okay. And I'm like, damn, this might be it. Right. You know, so then now I'm not fully healthy, but now I'm off crutches and I'm coming back. And he's like, well, you could just be my assistant coach. At 22? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't, you know, don't want to do this. He was like, well, you know what? You can be the freshman coach. And I said, all right, I'll try. Okay. So he gave me my own team. I don't know nothing about nothing. I mean, I had never been coaching, so, but you know the game, but it's different than knowing the game and playing the game and coaching the game. So I get the team, start the season off. We win City freshman year. Uh-huh. The freshman team. We win it. Next year, he moves up and go to varsity. I take sophomores. We win the sophomore championship. So now I'm, I'm all in. As a coach. As a coach. That's At 22, 23 years yeah, that, of age. I'm, I'm in now. This this me. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm I'm going. At Curie. At Curie. So at that time, my sophomore year, 
when I'm coaching sophomore team, we beat Simeon in the city championship. And uh, great feeling. You bought, you beat your coach? Yeah. Great feeling. Wow. Yeah, and it's crazy. How did, that, you, you, did you ever win at Simeon? I won city my – championship? I I'm, won, I'm, I'm talking about as a player. No. No. We always came up short. Okay. Came up short every year. Great question. Great question. The Cox, yeah. Cox my junior year. Cox my junior year. We we lose to them my junior year. And all my friends on the other team. Yeah. They laughing at me. And they joking at me. And it's they having the ball whipping whipping my ass. And yeah. saying, You supposed to be on our team. We, we at Dunbar, we we had to play Jamie and, and all them all the time. And as this is as a side note, because we're going back, because Magic Mike took it back. Um, when Selby was at the free throw line, everybody that was folks threw up the <laughs> threw up the, the rakes. Um, when Jamie got to the line, bombing out of everybody that was a vice lord threw up the five, or they threw up the vice lord for him because he would throw up the when he when he shoot free throws, Coach Moses, he would throw a vice lord in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? This is the the Chicago that we lived in. You know, everybody want to talk about Compton, California, and all this other shit outside of you know Chicago with the gangbang shit. This is the gangbangs, you know, cap- city right here, the capital. But they coach allowed that. If they really did that for uh, Hamburg in a semi uniform, what would have happened, Rob? What, what would have happened? Yeah, what would have happened? They'd have never played again. They wouldn't <laughs> even be on the team. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it was. It's a it been a statue. That'd be the last post in Simeon. It's a difference, and we joke about it now because we all friends, and a lot of them will say, man, I wish I would have went to Simeon. Because we joke about certain things. And I, and Coach Cox, I love him. I mean, I talk to him. He he one of my mentors. I talk to him all the time because his knowledge of the game is very high, but he want a disciplinarian. He just wanted to win. You know, he at all costs he would do whatever he had to do to win, and that's what he did. But he was flashy. Oh yeah, that was that was his thing. And I, I mean, like now I talk to him on a regular basis on about certain things because when you coach like he coached and had so much talent, and now in my era, how much talent I had or been having, I had to find somebody who could tell me how to manage it. And so- he taught me how to manage that. You know, even though. It wasn't the same because he let, you know, guys do certain things, but he taught me how to manage the talent, which is not the easiest thing. So people say, well, you got a lot of talent, you're going to win. That ain't easy. That's not an easy thing. That was that was one of the questions I have for you. Like, how do, how do you manage having known NBA? You know, we know they're going to be NBA players. You knew, for the most part, Derrick Rose and Jabari Parker was going to be NBA players. So how do you manage – those type of uh, players at a high school level? Well, they manage everybody else because they unselfish kids and all they want to do is win. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, it's not about them because they could have averaged 30, 40 points, but they ain't want to do that. They just want to win. You know, and um, those guys set a whole precedence on how basketball should really be at our school. It wasn't about my name or my success. For me, it was about winning championships. But – when them lights got bright, they stepped up to the moment. I mean, we played Oak Hill, and Derek just destroyed them. Talk you about know. that game before that game. Right? We got there early, and I seen you, and he was talking to Cox. So after the game, I was like, 
What was what were you talking to Cox about? Tell him what you was told me. Well, we were just just trying to figure out the moment. I had never been in the moment before. You know, and he had been in that moment and he coached superstars and he won state championships and I was just getting started. You know, and uh, and a lot of people shy away from What year? What year? This is 2007. 2007. Go ahead. And a lot of people shy away from getting information from people. Right. I'm an information person. This I want to know. This is that nationally tel- televised. Yeah. Okay, I, I want to know, sure. you know, what, what this about to be about because you did it already. I have never did it. What this going to be about, you know. And he just gave me some advice. And, and like I say, he's he been a mentor of mine for a while. And people are like, well, how, he could, how could he be your mentor and you – at Hamrick and he coached this way. No, but Hamrick did stuff different than Coach Cox did. And with these kids, you almost got to be like Coach Cox more than you got to be like Coach Hamrick. But I still got that my way or the highway. Let me ask you, what did Hamrick think about Cox? What did Cox think about Hamrick? People didn't know that they really liked each other. They were really good friends. On and off, I mean, not on the court because they both want to win. Okay. But they were really good friends. Now, of course, Coach Hammer being a disciplinarian, he didn't like a lot of the things that Coach Cox did, you know, with his players or he let them do. Because at that time, if you know, Hammer didn't let the kids t- let us talk to the media. Right. You couldn't even say anything to the media. It was all up talking to him because his his model was, you know, you only gonna go to Ben every game. Now you got Irvin Small who just had twenty points and nine rebounds, but you're going to go talk to Ben Wilson every game because he's the face of what's going on, so we don't want that. Or after a game that we lose, you're going to talk to a kid who's upset, and he might say anything. Because he's emotional. Yeah, and he's a kid, and he don't know no better. Well, you so, know, go ahead. Those were the difference, but, like, they respected each other and what each other did during their times. I mean, Coach Cox tell me that all the time. Like, without Hamrick, that wasn't no Cox. <sighs> And really? I, without Cox, there was no Hamburg because they battled against each other. And that's sort of like me now. Without me, there's no Nick Irvin. That's, that's what I was and without no Simeon, Nick no Irvin, there's me. We, yeah. we just, it's like that because we competitors and we want to compete against each other and we friends. We People don't know that, but we're really good friends. We talk all the time. But when we get across them lines, but the, I'm Let going the media tell that y'all had some issues. No, that, it's not that, an issue. That the mayor had to get involved with no, everything. It's, it's just like being at the bar. Got you. He like KD, I like Westbrook. We're gonna argue. You you'd be surprised a lot of coaches get along off the court. Okay. It was the man that had to be get surprised. Involved. I gotta ask you this. Barbara Bird Bennett got involved and now she's on her way to jail for seven years. <laughs> Poppy <laughs> have you still on See you you know where we going this. I like yeah, that yeah. Filipino. Hey Mike. Rob, right quick, tell that story about He just cut me off. Okay. Oh, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is a black bald head thing in me right here. <laughs> <laughs> Bobs! <laughs> Tell a story about you getting in trouble with Hamrick, running down the hallway. Story. And what he told you. Uh, Well, I was. What year? This was my going into my junior year. 1989. Sophomore going into my junior year. 88 or 89? 88. Okay. So I done got in trouble. I'm in the building. I didn't told him all this other stuff. <laughs> I didn't told him all these lies about what I was doing, what I wasn't gonna do, and what I was, cause I wanted to transfer, and my mother wouldn't let me transfer. Where'd you want to go? I wanted to go to Marshall. Okay. And um, 
I told him we moved so I couldn't come to practice. We couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. So he called my mother. So now my mother come to the school, and I'm at one end. She at the other end, and I tell off running because <laughs> I see them together. Uh-huh. And he was like, you can run. Got to come back. You got to come back. You can just run around this whole building, but sooner or later you're going to have to come back. Was this bald head at Hamburg at the time? No. Still at the house. Still there. there, okay. And then he sat me down and talked to him and said, hey, look, you're trying to get something before it's time for you to get it. Okay. You got to wait your turn. You know, everybody want to rush and get stuff, but they don't want to pay their dues and earn what they're supposed to get. And if you tell me that you earn everything or you earn something, then you're going to get it. But I don't think you earn it yet. You got to wait your turn. And a lot of stuff he said to me was so powerful. You know, he back you then he, he told me that the pen is mightier than a sword. He told you me that when he... I was a sophomore. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> the fuck is he talking about the pen is mightier than a sword? So when I became a saint, I asked him. Uh-huh. He said, whatever I write on this paper is what people won't believe. So when the judge <laughs> tell y'all y'all got seven years to do and he write down on the paper, y'all got seven years to do with no chance of parole, that pen way mightier than that pistol that you put to that motherfucker's back. Pop it. Uh, Rob. What did he tell you though? About the, uh, you gonna be something even if you don't. Uh, you gonna be something. I mean, he told a bunch of like me. You gonna be something even if you don't want to be something. That's I'm gonna something. make sure you gonna be something. And we we ain't no. I ain't like him. I you at did all. You did no. I at that time I didn't. In the, in the, the years of 1988, is a, the you didn't word like hate is the words you should never use with people. Uh huh. But I was a kid and I hated him. Because I thought he was this mean old man who just didn't understand nothing that was going on. So when I saw him, I went the total opposite way. I don't give a fuck. My class is right there. I went around and been late just so I ain't had to deal with him. Because I ain't understand what he was doing. I ain't had no father at home. So I ain't know that what was right. going on. He was trying to help me become to be a man. And I didn't even know it. But I'm like, no, you just mean. And you just fucked up. How you become, <laughs> how you become his assistant coach then? After beating him in the city playoffs. He, I come back to the school. I'm just up there chopping it up with him. He's saying, hey, look, uh, Coach Mike is thinking about retiring. You know, we know you're coaching. Would you like to be the coach? This, that, and other. I said, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'll be back. I can just leave him over there. He said, did you finish your degree? And no, I got seven hours. He said, you can't coach for me until you get them seven hours. Okay. Still the same hammer. What year was this? This is 95. Gotcha. So I leave and go back and call Bailing, and they say, you know what, you can come back. We are gonna give you these seven hours. So I had to take, you know, I had to take twelve to get a full thing. Uh-huh. I get the twelve hours. I graduate, so I miss the the season with him. Hand claps Half for the season. <laughs> Hand claps for going back. Yeah. Hand claps for go ahead. Cause a lot of us don't complete what we doing. It's still people down there in Carbondale as we <laughs> speak right now. That's from your era, from my era. That's down there right now still. Who didn't complete and they like this close away from from graduate, but you know always looking at the new freshman like, all right, that's that's my new bitch right there. <laughs> right, like, right. Get distracted. But, I mean, he, that, I had finally found out what I wanted to do. Uh huh. So that was the reason for me going back. You know, I want I wanted distracted about nothing. So I went back, finished up in a semester, came back a half season, and then I jumped right in and and, and was going. Wow. That was Brian Notree's year, right? Wait. It's after Notree now. 
They were gone. They, they had left after that. I want to ask him a question before he leave because y'all keep talking what, about y'all keep talking ahead, about nineteen eighty nine, man. It's other <laughs> shit to talk about. But um, I wanted to ask. What the year that your jeans come from? Uh-huh. Okay, but um, here we go. Um, Don't get offended. Don't get offended. You know, I'm as a as a fan, because I'm a fan of Simeon. I stay right around the area, and as a fan of the Fighting Illini, I never understood why you wasn't the coach of the Illini. It just to me seemed like a natural transition. So I don't know if you how much you can speak about that, but were you ever contacted or uh, what was the situation with uh, that uh, coaching job? Conspiracy. Well I, well, I did the process of going through with the search team at that time. Uh, they were doing the search team. And, uh, I talked to the search team. Uh, a lot of people didn't talk to the search team, but I was one who did. I never talked to the athletic director at that time. Oh, um, wow. So I did only talk to the search team uh, they had all my information about, you know, wanting to get the job and all those type of things, and then they hired Coach Gross. You were interested? Yes, okay. definitely. I mean, it was it was a no-brainer to mm-hmm. myself. I mean, right. I guess it only was to myself it was a no-brainer. Me and you. It, right. Me and you was the only person no-brainer to. So, but uh, stuff happened for a reason. You know, uh, I had a couple of offers about college right now. Um, really? But didn't turn – you know, a couple jobs down, and I don't know if it's time for me to lead these kids over there, and I don't know if it's gonna ever be time for me to lead these kids over there. So um, that goes back to what Hammer was telling you, right? Yeah, it just, it just, you know, I don't know if, if I want to deal with all that. You know, it's, it's a lot. You know, now I'm starting. That's dealing with grown people, right? You know, uh, these kids need a, some positive people around them, and so much stuff going on in Chicago that. It's hard to leave. I mean, then I got my own program. Right. I run it how I want to run it. We successful. You know, um, you go get an assistant job, you're on somebody else's time. You know, if I can go be a head coach, then that's on me. Uh, a lot of people don't want to take that, that that chance. So you're not going to be Duke next coach if Coach K retires. Because <laughs> that was my follow-up question because I'm a huge Duke that's fan. That's his team, so. though. He too. loves right. So you need to do some groundwork right now, man. Do some groundwork because we need you when Coach yeah, I, K get out of there. We, we would love that. You know, this this It's uh, for us in this game, for black people, we got to know the right people and do the right things. You know, uh, like I said, I, I've had some opportunities that's been great, and I just turned them down. I, I really have. I just didn't think it was the right opportunity. But um, it ain't what you know is who you know. Right. You know, and um, I, I'm I'm content right now on, on what I'm doing with these young men. So I'm I'm fine with it. If the right opportunity come, I'm going to take it, definitely. I mean, I got to pack up and go. So if you wasn't at Simeon, like Simeon didn't exist, what would be your ideal situation? I wanted to be a commentator. A commentator? Yeah, I wanted to talk. I wanted to be. You majored in communications. Oh. Um, what's the, what's the name of the guy that used to do the high school basketball games? In the gym? Yeah, in I the gym. Want, no, I didn't want to be him. <laughs> oh, no, Coach, no. you remember that? Coach Bowles, you remember that? Yeah, that, that sounds want, familiar. In yeah. the gym. Jimmy. Jimmy to do the IT in the gym. Come on, Okay, okay, okay. I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to be a commentator. I wanted to be on TV. That was my thing. That's why I did radio on television. 
So you want to be like Kenny McReynolds and everything? No, just not just like him. No, Kenny just Reynolds, want, is that what his name? No, Kenny, Kenny McReynolds, but not like him. Oh, no, he hung. And in the NBA, <laughs> calling them gangs. I oh, really? Be okay. Doing the local thing, man. I want to be yeah, in the big level. bucks at the time. Gotcha. So but listen, it's just like didn't happen. Good question for you: Is Madison Lowry the only player that just won a city championship today in baseball, and yet he won one in basketball? Is he the only player to ever do that at Simeon? I don't. I don't know that uh, off the top of my head, but I. I, I think because Orange didn't went, did do that, did he? Basketball and oh, football. he might have basketball and baseball. Might have, but Madison Lowry have won five city championships since he's been at Simeon in both sports, and I, that might be. hand claps to Madison Lowry, man. And, wow. and I cut this kid half for his first half cut in several years. For several years after that, so he switched to Ron. And uh, I know his old man. His old man is a, is a great person. Tone like an uncle told me. I call him for good advice and you know things. He works with the community. So shout out to uh, Anthony Lowry, uh, Madison Daddy's, uh, Madison Lowry's father, and Madison modeled himself after Jabari Parker because they went to the same. He went to school. Black Elementary School. Yeah, yeah. Then he came to Simeon just like Jabari did, and yeah, you know he won. I mean yeah. it. Great kid too, you know. Um, his his thing is, you know, he he in between on which sport he gonna play. And today you know, he hit a home run in the sixth row, in the, in the sixth row, and in, in the sixth inning to win the and clap to him. Okay, I gotta go back, man. Coach Moses, yep. Luther Bedford, talk about him. Great, great coach. Probably. I don't, honestly, I don't think he get a lot of credit. Who is who is Luther Bedford? Uh, Marshall's old head coach. School him. He school, coached, school. He coached Joe Stiffen and them. They yeah. won the city title he, two years in a one. They went down state he, like 81, 82. I don't think he get a lot of credit. Now, granted, he didn't coach many All-Americans, McDonald's All-Americans, but the guys he had, he made them play the right way. Every single team. If you didn't do it his way, he was gone. He didn't care. You tell your mama, your daddy, it didn't matter. He was hey. a coach of Arthur A.G. and them on the uh, and, Hoop Dreams. And, and to piggyback one. on what he's saying, like, you thought Luther Bedford, uh, Charles Redman. Fate uh, Michael. Fate Michael. Oh, man. Uh, Fate Michael was uh, Dunbar Vocational. Yeah. Don Pittman. Yep. Yeah. You know, you thought them guys in there who was really good coaches, you know, they didn't, they, like you said, they didn't get all the credit like Hamrick and Cox and – Myself and right. Nick Irv. They didn't get all that credit, but them guys were. They, them was some. I mean, if they had to flip it and took schools, you know, if if Luther Bedford could go to Westinghouse and yeah. coach those kids yeah. and yeah. Pittman can go to Simeon and coach those kids and Coach Redmond can go to King, coach, you, yeah. you're talking about different names. Yeah. You know, you're talking about Absolutely. different names then. So that's what they really need to start doing. They need to start letting the coaches transfer and let the kids know <laughs> the fuck they at. So you can get a – like, honestly, like, quit the bullshitting. Don't, don't, don't want to go over there to Simeon, all right, because of, of the bullshit. Don't – Keep let Obamanati go over here and coach, cause he's a disciplinarian. Let it, let let him get these kids in order a little bit too. Let 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 the kid know it ain't the coach. It's you, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you. Yeah. It ain't the cut the bullshit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people are like, I'm going moving to Minnesota. I'm moving to Iowa. Bitch, you the same hoe you was. You just went down there and found Main Avenue. You hoeing down there on Main uh, Avenue. You wherever you see dick, you're gonna go for it. You know I mean, that's just like you you biting. Reasonable Things Podcast now on iTunes, now on SoundCloud. Download, subscribe, share. Now, like us. Comment. Uh, share. Uh, Magic Mike 32 on Instagram and Twitter. Michael Wong on Facebook. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> just hit me like. What year were you born? I was born after all the shit y'all was talking about. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Filipino Mike. <laughs> you you really wanted to hit that bomb. You was yeah, ready for yeah, it. Yeah, what? Yeah. what year? 85. Okay. <laughs> Coach Moses, Magic Mike, I was still Coach Roger when you was born, boy. <laughs> let's let's get top three odds of the pussy. Top three <laughs> shoes. Top three shoes of the eighties. Oh. I'm gonna start with you, Coach Moses. Top three gym shoes, sneakers. Man, you just want somebody to say something about some Adidas. I didn't say a word. I'm just saying. You I didn't do. say a word. I know you do. Sorry, <laughs> why you went to that question? Chill to Adidas. No, no, I gotta get it. I gotta get just, it. Top man, three shoes. Of the, Come of the on. 80s. Of the 80s. You're gonna be surprised at my at my comments. The Jordan three. Okay. 88. Man. That's a tough one. Your man. top three. Do I need to come back to you? Yeah, come back to me. That's Coach Rob, you have the guest the honor of the night. Your top three of the eighties, because I'm going to the next era, the the next de- uh, uh, decade next, real quick. Give me your top three. Magic Mike, get yours together. Period. I'm gonna go with the Dunks. The, the Dunks. The, the Georgetown Hoyer Dunks. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Pop oh, it. Oh man. If you had those shoes on, you had to run fast than the And you had to be folks, too. Go like, ahead. Like, you ran like the I'm E off gonna, of the uh, muffins. I'm going to go with the Jordan 3s, like he said. And okay. I, 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 it's going to kill my soul to say this. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. The shell told this. Bombs! 86. 86. Okay. Uh, Get your 90s said, together. Get your 90s together Adidas. next. Okay, get your nineties. Give me imagine my real quick. Come on, give me your top three. The eighty eights, uh, Jordans, uh, Converse weapons is my number ones because I'm Maddie Johnson, nigga, or, or nothing. And the uh, Air Force Ones lows they come out of eighty two. Coach Moses, your your, your next your, your third one or your second and third one. All right, I'm gonna go with the Jordan three. He he just did a Google, and I'm gonna go with. What's the shoes? Which ones was that Mike had on in the the first dunk contest? Those were the eighty five ones. Those would be the ones. The ones. <laughs> the ones. I like all, all right. of those. And then my old man, he bought me some L A Converse Magic Johnsons. Wait, wait, L A Gears. The weapons. The weapons. Not L A Gears. <laughs> nigga, them come out in the L A Gears. <laughs> all right, here Did we you go. Watch my the new edition movie. My remember? top three to eighties. Here we go. Number one. I hate, I, I hate to say it, but it is. The second pair of Jordans, the low tops. Um, They had the words Nike on the back. Yeah. Number two, Adidas Forms. Um, I'm a three-striper. Um, number three, one of the greatest gym shoes fucking ever. 
Giselle, uh, uh, Tom Brady wife shoes? No. Um, <laughs> and, and it pains me to say this, Air Revolutions. The Revolutions. Ooh, I forgot about those. Coach, before you leave. I got to get the 90s, man. Come on real quick. Give me the 90s. Your favorite gym shoes in the 90s. Your top three. I'll get to y'all in a minute. Air Max. Yeah. Yuck. Them super That's one they Yeah, they super The red dope. ones? The 95s. The okay. Yeah, 95s. Yeah. Uh, I I really like the uh, the Reeboks, Iverson. Yeah, that was super dope. The first 96? Ones. The first yeah, ones. The first yeah. ones. The first ones. Yeah, with with the red the, toes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, your third one. I don't have one. You, you don't? just name a Nike shoe, and that's what it's gonna be. Just say any one of them. I don't know. I, don't, just, I, I mean, I feel, you just say any one of them. That's what it's gonna be. You I, already know that. I like the Air Maxes because, like, I, I mean, you know, I, I, you know what? Because it, it's it's not the. I'm gonna take the Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones. That's yeah. that's what ninety. I mean, it came out before that, but I'm that was a ninety. Yeah, shoe. yeah. The all whites. I'm gonna before be honest. They start bubbling up at the top. I'm gonna be honest with you. And you only can wear them one time. And coming and going back to the eighties yeah. for a second. Yeah. You remember the you, you, you both Let's remember Charles the, Neely. The, the, the Air Forces with the with the, the dot in the middle between and on the Nikes, the high top ones. Mm-hmm. They came in red, white, and blue and Barclays. Oh, the Barclays, yeah. The Barclays. Yeah, that's the Barclays, yeah. Man. I don't know what the fuck you What about about. the Air Max? <laughs> what about the Air Max probably Charles had the Barclay ones, the ones that there's your boy in the wall? Hold on, Rob. For you. Before you get out of here, you gotta give do a part top, two. You gotta give, do a part two. Give me your top five players ever that you coach. That's what I was gonna ask him. I didn't want to uh, be controversial. Go ahead. Did I coach? Yeah. Uh oh. Did I coach? Uh oh. Um, Derrick Rose gonna play the one. I might jump over. Um. Barry Parker is gonna play the three. Yeah. People might not. Kendrick Nunn's gonna play the two. Oh, I wanna yeah. see who his five gonna be. I'm gonna throw Tim Flowers at the four. And I'm gonna put Stevie Taylor at the five. Coach Rob, can we get a part two? Yes. And I got more time. Stevie cool. all night. Oh, cool, cool. Oh. Part two next week. <laughs> put it down. <laughs> and we're gonna bring Nick Irvin too. Part two next week. Put us down. Okay. All right. Okay. We're back. Um, Coach Moses, Obaminati, Magic Mike 32, Filipino Mike. You got to get you a mic next week. Okay? I'm letting you know this now. Hey, my Twitter is Obaminati69. Uh, that you don't be on at all. Nobody be. I only got like twelve followers. What the fuck, I'm, fuck them. Start 12 following people. people. <laughs> start following people and start typing shit. Obama. People, people I mean, be I'm, on. Not Obama. There's no the people in the world. That's how you get followers on Twitter. I'm the person I talk to right is now. Coach Moses and fucking. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how we do. We talk to each other. I just tag y'all all day. Right. Coach it. Moses. That's it, man. Today, who won today? Who won the social media today, Magic Mike? Obaminati, um, Coach Moses. The guys wearing rompers. Because it sure wasn't Donald Trump. Yeah. It sure wasn't Donald Trump. That nigga lost social media the last week. You want to talk about that? No, I want to talk about these rompers. Um, Go ahead. 
Trump what is a romper? Uh, hold on, what hold is on, a romper? Hold on. Hold on. Trump fired. Yeah, his ass. They got us investigate him. Yeah. And was like, he didn't tell me he was going to investigate me. That's some cold shit. Like, fired him. Man, are you investigating me? Uh, no. All right. He's investigating me? Fires ass. The fuck that. We, we, we got to get his ass. Trump is a real idiot. Like, like, He's going to get impeached before. Is his brand tarnished now? No. No, because no. the good old boy still believe in him. And he he's, he has money. Like I read I, I read real quick tonight, I read that 8 out of 10 Republicans still fuck with him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because the white man never gives up on his beliefs or his will to, like, when you see the Obamacare get dismantle they trying to dismantle it that's all about white supremacy okay because they want to erase the black man from the books and but to be and to be honest those are the only people that really gonna have to impeach him it's yeah. his own party yeah. That's, yeah that's the only way it's gonna work yeah go ahead right now he has he has committed four acts that are uh impeachable so he ain't gonna last much longer i told y'all he ain't going to last to 2018. Well, he ain't going to last much longer than 2018. Whenever, whenever you see white guys clapping their hands, shaking each other's hands, and smiling because they're taking away people's health care. They had a fucking rally. Yeah. And and they like, fuck them. So when, when do we get that attitude? I mean, but- you, When you, do we get that attitude? You, you sit up here saying that when do we get this attitude, they're having a rally- all of y'all are saying that. But eight out of ten Republicans fuck with him still. What I'm saying. So you saying impeach this, but eight out of ten Republicans fuck with him still. So Those are the say, voters. That's not the politics. So they're saying they fuck with each other on a certain level. We don't fuck with each other at all. What the fuck is this? The, 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 the podcast <laughs> itself. Who fucks with us? Like we we are appreciative of every last person that listens. <laughs> Filipino that Mike us. fucks with us, right? All right, listen. He just but, tried to leave. He <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck true. with us. Very true. <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is, the black people. He <laughs> <Okay>, shot you. <laughs> Go ahead, Magic. Black Go people can't come together for one common cause at all. We can't be Baptist. We can't be Catholic. We can't be Pentecostal. We can't be nothing together at all. Right, we, we can't do nothing but go to the house picnic, and that's it. We don't like the Cubs. We, we don't, don't like fight the Sox. that too. You know, we 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 fight about everything. Who's the best, Biggie or Jay Z or Nas? You know what I'm saying? I told you it's a line. For, it's, it's a classic it's, line, Jay Z. It's, it's a Jay Z line for everything in life, boy. Just yeah. keep listening to me. I'm gonna give you all the lines, but listen. <laughs> I gotta ask you this, though, Magic. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you see in Inglewood today? This is our new segment now. Niggas in Inglewood. Give me a <laughs> Give me a conspiracy, please. Come on. Niggas in Inglewood. Recap. So we are cutting the grass on 5924 South. You you I can't tell you the I street. thought you was going to get a whole address. I'm like, god damn, so we finna next get door, next door to that house. Uh-huh. Is a uh big voluptuous lady. All right? Okay. Who happens to have uh a kid on her lap. A 
newborn baby, not not newborn, but old enough to sit up and hold his head up, about about eight to nine months. Give it probably ten. And she has her eyelashes as long as probably 59th Street itself. And she has a, <laughs> a, a gown with about no about five strings of thread in it. Okay. And no bra. Nipples big as motherfucking Muhammad Ali fist. Was them, was them titties <laughs> sitting up Pop or it. was they a little low? No, I didn't know. I didn't know if it was her titties, yeah. her nipples were sitting on her knees, or, <laughs> or her knees were sitting on her nipples. I didn't know what the fuck. So I was like, this baby got to be hungry. Do not leave out the fact that it was eighty nine degrees. It was about twelve twenty five. Hot as fuck out here. Today. It was hot, and she had on her bonnet because every lady in Inglewood wears their bonnet until they really going somewhere like church. Oh my God! We know you anti bonnet. Hey, and you need to lead the movement on that. And listen, (laughs) word, I agree. I'm with you. Hand claps on that. Magic Mike, the anti bonnet movement begins tonight. I'll be tripping on the bitches that where they bonnet all the way to Burger King or uh, Wendy's where they work at, and then take it off and. Don't have shit, not even a head on their head. Like, bitch, how you gonna keep your hair in place to come fry fries and burgers and then have your hair all over the place? Like, get your shit together. Filipino Mike is going crazy right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's the liquor or you talking about the hair bonnet, but he must be seeing a lot of bras with hair bonnets on. Go ahead, man. Yeah, and 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 they also, if they had a hair bonnet on, they they push all the buttons on the register with their with their thumb, and like, like, like they knuckle, they knuckle because they don't want to fuck up their nails. But listen, <laughs> I promise to God. So she's sitting there, and now we're about to cut grass, and we got to whack, you know, like like we are edging the grass, and this rocks flying, and she catches eyes with me, and I see up on these big eyelashes that she got on. This bitch cross-eyed. He oh. <laughs> fucked me up. So she said, how long y'all gonna be out here? Was that her voice? That was her voice, just like that. <laughs> how long y'all gonna be out here cutting this grass? <laughs> I said, about 20 minutes. Just go in the house with the baby because we don't want to hit you or the baby. Oh, he tough. He gonna be tough. He, I ain't raising no pussies. I was like, well, did did you have a baby? (laughs) 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 Nigga, I promise to God, this is a true story. So, stories. I'm trying to cut the grass and be mindful of them because she's sitting out here. I don't want to fuck up her lashes, these nipples, these knees, (laughs) none of this shit. (laughs) And she's out here and. All of a sudden, out of the clear blue sky, a guy taps me on the shoulder while I'm cutting grass, and I turn around, and it was a, a presume a, a, a army veteran because mm. he was burnt over ninety seven percent of his body. Damn! And I was like, damn. He was like, I got some lawnmowers in the back for sale and some snowblowers. I was like, nigga, it's May the 17th. What the fuck are you fucking snowblower for? <laughs> so he stops me and takes me to the backyard. He got two of the oldest fucking snowblowers 
in the backyard in the raggliest fucking lawnmower ever. Like the lawnmower, like the like the first lawnmower you ever seen. Like <laughs> this is the lawnmower that Tom and Jerry had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you don't even have a drawstring. Like you just push this motherfucker, cutting the grass. I'm like, no. So now I'm upset. I'm mad in the motherfucker. Like, no, man. I'm like. No, we all right. We got six lawnmowers in the garage. We already getting fixed. He's like, you, you do one. You, you this one. I was like, I'm like, you a veteran? He was like, oh, no. Everybody asked me that. I'm, I got burned up with some loose squares. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, this nigga body was so burned up. I was just like, oh my God. I was walking away. I was like, this is going on a podcast tonight. That's what all I was thinking fuck? about. Like, nobody's going to believe this shit. Like, his, his ear was, like, he burnt the fuck up. He was like, you don't want none of this shit? I was like, I don't want none of that shit back there, man. Stories. I'm finna get away from back here before I get burned up, too. What the you, fuck? And I wanted to tell him so bad, like the old saying back in the day, you, you burn up, nigga. This, this shit burn up. Coach Moses. Um, black militant, <laughs> Magic Mike. Mike, please don't follow nobody else to the yard in Inglewood, bro. Please, yeah. please no, no, I know all about the Inglewood shit. I, like, like that's 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 my shit. I, I could deal with them people. No, and then like I could deal with the people in Chatham too. Yeah, and that's just me. I, I could, I know when to turn shit on and turn shit off. I know when niggas is really serious about the bullshit. I know when niggas is really like I'm. I, I watch people and I read people. Yeah, real good. Like yeah. that come with being in the back of the class, being a class clown. Like she over there eating buggers, so I'm gonna fuck with this bitch. <laughs> you know, as soon as she get one more bugger in her nose, let her have it. Let her have it. Like, Antoinette, why you eating all them buggers? You you ain't getting no motherfucker. Oh, one more thing they do. They was doing the first hot day in Inglewood, which y'all that? had no clue about. They was barbecuing flaming hots. Hey Mike, stop lying, man. Come on, Mike. Leave. I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. Stop fucking lying, man. Flaming hot bombs on the grill, barbecue. There was so many kids out there with their shirts off. Oh my god. Here we go, motherfucker. Do they still open the fire hydrant? No, no fire hydrants is open just yet. But wait till school get out. Like, like you can tell who don't have no air in Inglewood. Cause everybody's on the porch like nine right. fifteen in the morning. Like, like it's it's hot as hell in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's hot in the motherfucker. Here we go. When, when that, that's hot, that's get... a West Side staple right there. Yeah, fire hydrants open. It, oh, it's, yeah. That's a West Side thing. Yeah. Ain't nobody taking no showers. Everybody's outside just outside. washing their... and everybody and everybody riding past getting their car washed. Yeah, STDs and and and, <laughs> and long titties and, 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 and railing up rose. Get Rising it. up the windows. <laughs> hey, Coach Moses. Yeah. Um, Obama Donnie, um, Black Militant, Magic Mike, Filipino Mike, um, LeVar Ball, today, set the motherfucking social media on oh, yeah. fire. He told that bitch, stay in your goddamn place. Yep. On TV. He How'd you feel about it? He wouldn't How, even address her. How'd you feel about that, Coach? <laughs> that was the best thing ever. You know. Did, who won? Who you telling to? Who won? Christine Leahy or Leahy? Yeah. Who is? won, coach? Oh, LeVar won. You say LeVar won. He won. Okay. Did you hear about it, Magic Mike? No, but my only thing is LeVar product has to be very, very, very good. Like, his son cannot slip up at all. His son can't do no wrong at all. Like, he can't get it. 
he can't even sprain his ankle. Like you talking he, about off the court or on the court? No, whatever. Because his daddy is is. Think about this. In January, was you talking about Lavar Ball? No, we were starting to talk about it. And as as the as the tournament approached, y'all know when it really kicked off, right? Where? Yeah. It was at a game in UCLA, and somebody asked him about LeVar playing in the NBA, and he said, my son is better than Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah That's right. when it kicked off. Yeah. Then everybody started putting him on their TV shows, their yeah. podcasts, their radio shows, and he just kept with the same momentum. momentum. And then, to me, the way he did it strategically, if y'all ever noticed, the second time he came on first tape, yeah, this he had his merchandise uh-huh. on. So he knew this thing was rolling. It was gaining momentum. Then when Skip had him on, you saw he had on the merchandise, and then he passed out hats. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. But that's I, what he's doing. I, a free advertisement, pretty much. And that's pretty much what he got. Mm-hmm. The thing is, a lot of old, old white people don't like his attitude. And right. blacks. Yeah, blacks too. No, no, no. You can't sit up and, and not discredit but, them because they, they feel this old George Raveling. But the old that perception is changing now. But the old white guys, like the you know, they don't like his abrasiveness. Right. And and the fact what he did to this 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 little pretty blonde white girl today, trust me, they really don't like that. I already know. And you could tell Colin was kinda uncomfortable during the whole interview. Yeah. How he was talking to her. Yeah. So my thing. Let being, me play this real quick, Mike, 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 so you can get a get an understanding of what's going on, so the audience can know. This was yeah. good. Shout out to Lavar. Uh, <laughs> Dutch's big brother. All three sons, you got you have kids. They're being forced to do it. They're being told you will start basketball at age six, like Lonzo told us. And whenever you asked him a question, I think he said what five words, and he looks terrified whenever he's talking. He looks genuinely afraid. Well, I don't think Lavar would let him do that. <laughs> I honestly think Lavar will have to approve of any girl that comes into his life. A few moments later, have you sold any shoes yet? Yeah, I, I've sold a, a good amount to me. How many? Stay in your lane. I'm just trying. I'm, Leave I, me alone. So she's a reporter. Her job is to probe. She can report to whoever she wants behind her. What's, I'm I, talking what is, to you, Colin. Well, what's your what is your problem with me? Hey, my problem is you are a hater. Why I would hate never her? wear a big baller shirt. Yeah, with I mean, all due respect, I, you're a great reporter, just not reporting on me. I didn't say I was offensive. Yeah. I just said, you know, if you want to, you know, work with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour, uh, to maybe have something that appeals to women. I'm not friends with her. I don't. I don't. I don't even see. I don't even see it. I, I don't want to talk about all that. Next, well, you're going to have to have women who like your brand. Uh, yeah, if you have a women's company, they wouldn't want to work with you anyway because you don't respect women. So. She's she's after you today. Oh, I don't respect not, women, I'm but just, I'm the one that's married. I'm I'm good. Well, she can say what she wants. She's she's trying to put. It, I never disrespect women, but I tell you, you what, did if, on you the act, show today. if you act like that, guess what? Something's coming to you. Thanks. Are you wait? Are you threatening me? Oh, see, I see. Try to turn the words. I would never threaten you. You said something's coming to me. I don't know what it is. I'm not a psychic. Oh. His son looks like a robot, and his father looks like. 
the total man in the family. I'm I'm out on LeVar Ball. I I think he's a problem for this kid, and it seems like he's just daddy's little boy, uh, a a little robot who's completely controlled by his father. Like I said, and going back to Whitlock, I don't think he can comment on anything but snacks. Now, wow. that's a little harsh. I don't it's like that, be harsh, that bitch. Be harsh. So you on me? disrespect women I'm and a, people uh, for their no, weight? No, that's what you say. I didn't say nothing about no No, you just said that to me. Like I told her, I'm not even worried about you right now. Keeping your life. You-, you see how they starting the narrative already? You heard that, right? You see how they starting the narrative? Coach Moses, what's up? I know how they starting it. You see already. Yeah. Who won? You said LeVar won, right? He won to me. He won to you. Yeah. Magic, when you hear that, who won? He's going to talk himself into a check he can't even cash. He's, he's, he's too too mouthy. Too he's, mouthy. His, his, his product has to speak. Like, didn't I tell you it's a Jay-Z line for everything? Yeah. It's Blue Magic. Put my name on it. I stand by it. Listen, he, he really don't care what people think of him. Yeah. O- Obaminati, who won? He's not Joe Jackson. That short little instance right there. I think he. I think he won for that moment, but over the course, his son is gonna lose. But one point I want to make: I kept on thinking about David Stern. Like David Stern didn't play that type of shit. He was against hip hop, Allen Iverson primarily, and I don't think David Stern. If if David Stern was still a commissioner, Levar. I mean, uh, what's his son's name? Lonzo. Lonzo. Alonzo wouldn't last that long in the NBA. No matter how well he played. You know you know what it is? That kid is not going to be the best kid. Lonzo is Jermaine Jackson. The best kid is is the, is the sophomore that's in high school. The, school Lamella, the youngest one. Lamella. Yeah, and that's Michael. So he's going to – right now we're seeing Joe Jackson behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you. Talking who. all this shit. I, I, I don't I – don't, I really want to go there with him. But Why I, do you want to go there with him? I mean, honestly, I say I say outland this shit too. I mean, right, you do. Yeah. But why do you want to go there with you? You know who, in my opinion, who? Hey, no, 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 don't who? no nigga talk to no good white woman like Fuck that. that white you know who? You know who? Wait who a minute! The, you know who that won black today? Black shit. Who? You know who won today? Who? Fox Sports. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fox Sports won. Yeah. Nobody's been t- Skip and, and and Shannon show. I watch it every morning. Me too. I watch it every morning. They have a zero rating in Chicago. Zero, which means. They're not registering nowhere in Chicago whatsoever. Um, First Take still has the stronghold, okay? I watch Skip and Shannon. Shannon and Skip have a great show. I fuck with Shannon Sharp. I go back and forth between those two. You understand what I'm saying? When it comes to Undisputed and First Take, I go back and forth. Because it's the same show, same format, same everything, period. Chicago is scared of change. Very much true. Chicago's that, that goes back to our, our mentality of we not flipping. But we, but Fox Sports and Colin Cowherd won today. Yeah. Because they got everybody talking off the black man's back. Yeah. This black man comes in and tells that white man, white woman, stay in your lane, stay in your place. I'm not talking to you. I'm not dealing with you because you've been disrespectful to me. I applaud him. Hand claps to that. He put that motherfucker in his place, period. He put the broad in her place, period, for saying the shit that she's saying, along with Whitlock. Whitlock is a motherfucking hater, man. No. That is a fucking hater. There's not no hater. It's, 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 you have, 
He's talking about you, right? You you were talking about him, right? Yeah. It's called controversy. And controversy sells. Either they're gonna Very like true. You, Very true. Either they're gonna like you or they're gonna hate you. Right. The haters are still gonna listen because they wanna have something to hate about. He hates everything though. Right. He hated on Colin Kaepernick. Somebody needs to hit his still, ass. I mean, Whitlock, you, you gotta understand what and listen to what Whitlock says every day on Speak for yourself. Yeah. He dislikes everything, period. I don't it's even watch over that there. show just because. It's a good check over there for Fox. It's a good, ch- trust me, it's he, a good check. But you know what? Fox Sports won he's today from, he's because from, of LeVar Ball. They won because LeVar Ball got on there and put that white woman in her place, yep. told her, I'm not, list- I'm not going to look towards your way, period. I'm not going to look towards your way. You've been talking shit about me and my family and, my, and everything. I applaud the man. For doing something he's been that no did, one else has done. Who did that during, during the uh, presidential election? Trump. He told her, "What's wrong with you? You, you bleeding? What's wrong with you, <laughs> bitch? Ask me some motherfucking political questions like that. You know I don't know this shit." Then they said, "We have to get an apology for you." I'm not apologizing that white Trump. I don't apologize. Do what the fuck I want to do. I'm a white man. I have money. Censorship is dead, man. Yeah. Just like what's the name did the other, just like what she she did on Sunday. Who? Monique. Monique. She said. Oh, man, I applauded that so and much. Quote, you applauded that? Yes. Hand claps wa- for that. Turn him up. She said I wasn't white ball. I was black ball. She, she said. Yeah. I was black ball by some niggas with no dicks. Yep. Bombs! Thank you, Lee Bailey. Bombs! Thank you, Tyler Perry. Thank you, Lee Oprah. Bailey. Uh, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Thank you, Oprah. Yeah. And Oprah Winfrey. She said, they're going to say, Monique, you talk too much. And she said, no, I'm going to say this. It would kill me to keep this inside. So when you have something on your heart that you want to say, and I want to I want to go into the to, to the mental aspect of this is stress, like stress is like the number one killer for black people. Uh, the age ranges of like 27, 28 to like forty two, stress, because we taught to hell be held so much in. I see what you and your wife do, y'all work out and y'all got a, a, a great communication or whatever. Y'all see them happy. Y'all see it in your pictures. I applaud that. Today it was a guy that jumped on off the Dan Ryan on Seventy First Street. Yeah, and I tell everybody like mental manic depression is like really high now amongst black people because we all fucked up. We want to want we want to know why the music is so fucked up because we all suffering. So when you hear a motherfucker say Percocets, Molly Percocets. Chase a bitch. I mean, chase, chase a, a check. check. Never chase a Never chase a bitch. Like, that's fucked up. Because we, like, he's he telling you, like, get the money, but money ain't going to keep you the happiest. So this person lost his life today. Like, it, it, like I don't tell people to go kill yourself. I do. I, because I never know, like, you ever dealt with somebody that tried to kill yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, on 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 a real personal no, level. a real personal level, yeah. Like, uh, and I've done with that on at, at the highest personal level it is. And once you get to that point, and you think back, you be like, I don't tell nobody that because mm. I don't want nobody that be the last thing they hear. 
Mike said, go kill yourself. Have a conversation with him. My mother. Uh, had, hold on. Hold on. Same, same, same here. Yeah. My mother dealt with, with those type of issues. So Yeah. So I don't tell people that. I try to have a conversation with them. I try to get to some point of the view where they can feel better about themselves. Because you never know what the next 10 minutes could bring. 10 minutes could change your whole life for the rest of your life. For the better. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, 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 we, we, we're so fucked up now and where we are at as a race. That's what I mean. We like, we got to come together. Like, when you see sex, here, sex with me is so amazing on GCI. Every, what, 15 minutes? And you think your little niece is not listening to that? Or your little cousin is not listening to that? And I'm saying that because we all, you know, we don't want to picture our daughters listening to that, but they, they hear that shit. I told y'all what the problem in the black community is. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a lot of problems, but it's not enough love. So mentally, everybody's suffering, and we get manic depressive. So when you see somebody continue to smoke squares, uh, five in one hour. That's manic depressive shit. Uh, when you see somebody eating chips or something, walking back and forth to the store, they, they they really want some help. You know what I mean? So you gotta have a conversation with somebody. Like I say, tell somebody you love them, and see where they at. See how they feeling. Like I put some on Facebook every morning. Good morning, everyone. With a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. That ain't to get no pussy. That's like somebody really needs that. You know what I mean? Because I wake up every morning, I open my eyes, I feel great. Even if it's with a hangover, I open my eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a gang of people that didn't open their eyes. That's true. So at the same time, what are we going to do? When somebody passed away, we're going to get T-shirts with their name on them, stand up and talk about how much we love them at the funeral, yep. and make Facebook posts and social media posts. This is my nigga. This is my bitch. This and that. You know what I'm saying? But- did you get them the roses while they was here to smell them? It's people that Did you feed tell off them you that love too, them? though, Mike. Huh? It's people that feed off that, too. If you feed off of it, I mean, if you not really helping a person in a situation while they're here, and when they go, how good is that helping a person? No, but what I'm saying, like, the whole, um, you know, uh, suicide threats and, um, you know, developing uh, mental issues and stuff like that. You try to help them, they refuse to help or don't want the help, and then they go to the next person. You know, they'll talk, they'll bullshit with me about their issue. I try to help them, they don't want the help. Then they go to Jamal and, you know what I'm saying, give them the same spiel and shit like that. That's what I've dealt with. Now, I understand your perspective, and I'm not trying to argue your uh, your point of view, but I'm talking about the stuff that I didn't deal with on a personal level and on a professional level uh, when I was a paramedic dealing with people with mental issues. People be bullshitting. It ain't that the fact that they bullshitting. It's the fact that they feel good by talking to you, and I ain't you make got them time for it. and you make them feel like you make them feel good, and then that depression comes back. So they go to Jamal and they get it. I help. And they come need, to me. I, you got to help who wants they go to, to be coach, helped. You know what I'm saying? Got to help who wants to be and helped. And sometimes some people are so fucked up they 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 could be mathematical geniuses. You think you could have helped that lady? What lady? The lady. Like the lady with the eyelashes and stuff, like whatever her issue is, whether it's a financial issue, a mental issue, uh, yeah, I could have uh, took her right around the corner to the car wash and washed her up. That's what I'm saying. Bah! But, I'm talking, about, but I'm talking about her underlying issues, like 
the way she act, you you see how she said that uh <laughs> how she said that oh, I ain't raising no punk and all that other shit. That's a underlying mental issue. You're talking you talking about a why? fucking baby. You know why? But I'm saying, do you think you could have helped her? Yeah, I, if, if I would really had the time, I'd have been like a child is born with no state of mind. No, I'm Blinds talking about her. Blind to the ways of I'm like, so, right. so that's what I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> child is born with no state of mind. Blind to the ways of mankind. So, you, no, you're not raising a punk. That's a baby. Okay. So you nurture him and get, give him the nurturing that he needs. You, you're his mother. Let him suck on your knee or your nipple that's down there. And let him get that love out of you first. Quit trying to run to the From nail the shop, getting your feet done and your fucking eyebrows. And you got on six inch eyelashes. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, got you. Oh. Let's get back to the fuckery here. Okay. So, LeVar Ball, five, nine, 400, 500 pairs. Yeah. Um, is he the masterpiece now? Coach Moses? The masterpiece, yeah. Oh, he definitely didn't change the game a little bit. He has, yeah. He's changed the game. Oh, uh, uh, Black Militant. He changed the game a lot. Just imagine somebody that uh, don't have that that uh, militant father background, like a Michael Porter, who uh, the yeah. number one prospect, or yeah. you know, what I'm saying even uh, uh, what's his name, Leon Williamson, the the number two prospect, Zion too. Williamson. Zion Williamson. Yeah. If somebody like that that go who, to the table themselves who, or have rep- who may sign with Big Baller Brand exactly or come if with they they own brand. I'm just saying I see what he's doing. Yeah, you see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. If he get the right people to align with him as far as uh, celebrity endorsement, the game wears shoes listen, or some only, shit like listen, that. Let's just be honest. Only one thing has to happen, y'all. What Lonzo just has to play well. That's what I keep. You're saying. a Lakers fan. And I may be biased with it, but I'm you saying are. Lonzo just has to play well. If Lonzo plays well, it, uh, all of our gonna do is go on everybody's show and say, "I told you so, I told you so." And then you know who gonna come calling the companies? Then they gonna yeah. try to want to sign them. Then that's a big if, though. That's think, a big if. Do you if he, if he right? plays well, he He's, has no problem with none of that. Magic, he said today he wants three billion. Yeah, he I mean, went. He went from one billion to three billion. There, Coach Moses, yeah, and, uh, Black Militant, because he know Nike Filipino got it. Rip Mike. He know Under Armour got it, and he knows uh, who's the other one I'm missing. Adidas. Adidas has it. He knows it. I wanted to ask y'all: Do y'all think Lonzo Ball is that good? I think he. Because I know you kind of celebrated the Lakers number two. You know, pick. you know what? I think I think he's gonna be good at this level. Is he better than uh, D'Angelo Russell? Yes. At the point where well, he just don't have a jump shot. Is he better than uh, Fultz from um, uh, Washington? No. You don't think so? No. What's going? What's the likely scenario that you see? Fultz going to Boston, Ball going to Lakers. I say Fox go to the Lakers. Really? He did. It. He did. It. He went off the charts where he was at, and he outplayed Ball. I think Tatum going to Boston. And I don't think Magic want to deal with Levar. I think Magic will want to deal with LeVar. I don't think Magic going to have a problem with LeVar. I don't think, I, I don't I don't think, think so, so at all. I, I, this is what I'm, 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 I don't I'm trying to tell is. y'all. This old school way of thinking is out the door now. If if, Le, if Lonzo gets drafted by the Lakers, it automatically puts that franchise back at top prominence again, period. They got to win. No, and man, more man, relevance. They could win, but they'll be a freak show a sideshow, a, 
any kind of show on the road. The Lakers need Showtime to come back. Magic knows this kid got a lot of hype. He knows what type of player this kid is. They all in on Brandon Ingram. They all in on uh, what's the lefty from Kentucky? Randall. They all in on him. All right. What about Larry Nance Jr.? Well, he's just a role player. What's right. what's what's gonna happen with Russell? I, if they gonna try to move him, I say to Indiana for Paul George. What you say? I say don't trade for Paul George because he's gonna come in twenty eighteen. I don't. I would. I wouldn't even waste a trade with. Nap time got to get something though. Who? Nap time got to get something though. Well, wherever they trade him to, he's gonna be a rental. The only likely scenario where Paul George may stay and sign an extension is with Boston. That's the only way. I say we get Laurie over the Lakers and for the trade for Paul George. No, I'm a Laker. Oh, you're a Laker fan. Kyle Laurie. Yeah. I think Boston going to draft Tatum and trade him to the Bulls. For, At um, number one? For Jimmy Butler. Okay. Wow. They got a whole bunch of guards. They like – they like uh, Avery Bradley. They gonna they gonna try to get. Boston got to figure out if they gonna pay it. They gonna pay him, <laughs> and they gonna have Jimmy Butler and fucking. I hope uh, two hundred mil. Then he lead the league as well. Oh, he was second, right? Second or third? Yeah, second. Pay him his money, man, little bastard. He's got. He's making six mil this year, six mil next year, and then he'll be a free agent. And he he already said he's not taking a home down hometown discount. I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. Shit, I wouldn't. He been taking a, a goddamn discount. Who? Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Here we go. My husband and I are separated. I have I have a new amazing man, but I keep thinking about my about working it out with my ex. What to do? But I'm not. That's a very common thing. Well, male and females deal with uh. Trying to work it out with the ex. Work it out with your ex. If you if your ex is still in the picture mentally, then you might as well try to work it out with the ex. Or they're gonna be fucking the ex. Coach Mo. Work it out, man. Yeah, work it out. Magic Mike. No. Go here somewhere, man. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Let your inner hoe out. Let it out. It, it's nothing to it. It's if you're a virgin and you got a good pussy, think about it this way. If some Arab out here, you're going to got to deal with it in heaven because you was a virgin. <laughs> and he sacrificed himself for Allah. Oh. <laughs> and poppers. And bankers. Um, here we go. He's my man. Why does his baby mama continue to front like they're back together? Why did he take his new take new family pics with her? Help. Because they back together. <laughs> you dumbass, <laughs> simple bitch. Yeah, she needs to take that L. It's over with. Oh, God. Magic Mike. Say it again. Never mind, Magic Mike. Say it again one more time. <laughs> He's my man. Yeah. Why does his baby mama continue to front like they're back together? Why did he take new family pics with her? Help. Because she got that, that no no gag reflex. Bombs! <laughs> <laughs> work on that. Work on that. She knows she having no more kids by him, so she swallow that. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Magic Mike, I caught him. Ha- I caught him leaving. 
his ex's house, confronted him. He said he set it up to see if I was stalking him. He won't text me help. That nigga better lie than me. Give me his number, baby. <laughs> me and this nigga need a one-on-one. <laughs> Lies is off the top of the door. This nigga freestyle yeah, he, better than Jay-Z. He, he a good That nigga said, hey, I was setting you up. What you doing he over here? One. I knew you was following me. She, she probably low-key believe it, too. Yeah. That's why she, that's why she, yeah, she, she tweeted the shit. She believe it. <laughs> pussy bogey. That's why he did it. <laughs> I would have told her the truth. All right. Um, been rushed along here. Magic, I mean, <laughs> Coach Moses, what's your thoughts on that one? I said, I, I, I said uh, he a good liar. One of the best God ever gave I mean, breath to. <laughs> here we go. Black militant. Yes, Two sir. years he laid in my bed and professed his love. Uh-oh. We had a future. Then he went back to his wife and kids. What to do now? Throw yourself back on the tracks, baby. Get back out there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It's over. He's back with his wife and kids. Get yourself about seven, eight months. He'll be back around. Y'all, you'll see him in Popeye's bottom family pack. Bombs. Like, I'm gonna take this off, drop this off, follow me. Yeah, Coach Moses, what's your, what's your thought? Hey, that, she had a shelf life. It was time. It was over. <laughs> it was over. Black Militant, what's your thoughts? I ain't got time for all these dumbass bitches. What's the next? One? Oh my god, <laughs> man, you are cruel. You are fucking cruel. Um, with that being said, um, I'm trying to get to it. I'm trying to get to it. Um, you know, Puma socks and Adidas shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Camouflage shorts and a Tom Brady jersey. Filipino Mike, I swear. <laughs> loves those sound effects. Well, you got a concussion, don't you? I got a job <laughs> in a different town, a great opportunity, and he won't come. Pause. Says two-year marriage is over, over <laughs> if I take it. Help. Dang. Magic Mike, you heard that right. A good job. I got a job in a different town. Yeah. A great opportunity, plus he won't come. Says two-year marriage is over, over if I take it. Help. Oh, that's easy. Keyword town, baby. You got to go to a city. You got to get a big city like Charlotte or somewhere. It, it, that's, that's nice. It, it ain't no motherfucking moving no motherfucking Iowa. Leaving Chicago. He, Unless he, they... Got seven kids in there. The motherfucking link card off the charts <laughs> down there. No, he, baby, you uh, pack up and leave up. You know, let him do what he got to do. Coach, he not leaving that side piece. Black militant. I agree with Coach Moses. He ain't leaving that the good pussy to follow your raggedy ass to no new job. He probably keep you in the STD. <laughs> <laughs> Said it again. Like she, she don't wash or something. His dick be irritated, bumping up on him. Damn. Take it easy. Hey, look, episode ninety seven. We got to wrap up. It's been good. We appreciate y'all. We are gonna have Coach Rob back again. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Uncle Floyd, we appreciate you, man. Mama, every day we away from you is another day we getting closer to seeing you again. If it is to be, it's to be up to me. No matter what we're going to do, y'all, we're going to keep trying to give y'all great quality podcasts. And we appreciate y'all for listening for 97 of them. Thank you. Thank you, Dutch, for giving us the introductory. 
intro music. We appreciate that. Coach Moses, appreciate you too. Hey, y'all, Mac McCardle bought these drinks tonight. and uh, Kicking us out tonight, and too. And I'm fucked up like I was last <laughs> week when I came from David Real Party. Dave called me on that like a motherfucker. I was fucked up the whole show, y'all. I'm sorry. I apologize. Thank you, Thank Coach you. Moses. Um, Obama Nari. Coach Moses on Twitter. Coach Moses on IG. That's Corey right. Moses on Facebook. Um, he is the king of charter fitness. <laughs> um, shout out to Filipino Mike. We're hanging around this time. Next for, week you get for the, the record, y'all, Coach Moses look like he go in there and look at all the motherfucking weights. He don't do shit. He look at the machines, all that. <laughs> this nigga is out of shape with a motherfucker. <laughs> Filipino Mike. Make sure you have the mic for you next week so you can get you can chime in. Um, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, episode 97. Now on iTunes. Now on SoundCloud. Recorded live at Sonic Palace Studio. West side of Chicago. Filipino Mike got the tightest shoes West on side. ever in life. Bombs! They tight as a rubber on a dick. Bombs! Pop it! Matt Picardo on the drinks. Next next week we gotta have some more. <laughs>